Welcome to GT Radio on the Geek Therapy Network. Here at Geek Therapy, we believe that the best way to understand each other and ourselves is through the media we care about. My name is Oswek Cardona, and I'm joined by Link Keller. What's up? And Lara Taylor. Hey. A few weeks ago, we talked about Wanda, grief, and loss. Tonight, we're talking about Wanda, uh, WandaVision, grief, and perseverance. <laughs> we finally finished watching the... I mean, just like everybody else. Apparently, it's been very popular, WandaVision. Uh, very uh, popular. And yeah. people thought it was really weird at the beginning. Also, uh, also very popular for us, an episode. Like, a lot of people found us because of that episode. A lot of people Googled oh, cool. WandaVision, and uh, and we popped up. I, I, I just, I, w- I was just going to say, I just want to bring up that we were right about most things we so, said. So, so <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So, 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 welcome to episode 289 of uh, <laughs> we GT right. Radio. We yep. were right. Uh, we yep. were right. <laughs> so, so we, I mean, to, to be to Great be fair, episode, everyone. <laughs> yeah, to, to be fair, we uh, we speculated all over the place. So we Definitely. couldn't not be right because we pretty much uh, covered every possibility. The only way that we could have been wrong is if it was all a dream, and nobody guessed that. So it was. So we we did good. We did good. Yeah, we were. We were. Some of us were right. Some of us were more right than others. Um, it doesn't matter who it was. You can go back and and listen. It's fine. Uh, but I think I think that was a lot of fun. Uh, after the first four episodes, there's definitely something going on there. Um, at least we were all uh, correct in that there was definitely um, it was Wanda dealing with her with her grief. And now that the show is over, and uh, yeah, we got to the end. So yeah, this this will be f- full of spoilers. So if you haven't seen the show. Beware. And you don't care to stick around, but if you if you want to see the show and you haven't, um, yeah, you know, save us for later. You know the drill. So, yeah, Wand- WandaVision ended, and we were right about a lot of things, uh, a lot of grief going on. But there, there were there was yeah, I mean, yeah. Either of you can start with whatever you wherever you want to go. There's a lot to 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 cover. Well, I want to start by saying um, I was very much on the train of Wanda's story being about grief and dealing with grief. But after the finale, I think it really has less to do with her grief over losing vision and more to do about her uh, general life trauma and dealing with trauma. Um, Obviously, Vision's death was traumatic, so that still fits in there. But I think the way that they wrapped the show up was less to do with grief and acceptance of loss and more to do with really coming to understand how all of these series of traumatic events in her life fed into each other up to the point that she created this magical world to escape from it. Interesting. Interesting. Because I would argue that's that where I'm going to start us off. You're going to start it off. I would argue that a lot there are other traumas in her life, but most of her traumas deal with the death or of of a family member, mm-hmm. both of her parents, her yes, brother, her brother, and then the vision. love of her life, and she's literally alone. Mm-hmm. So uh, there's there's something that happens in episode eight. I think it was. That's the one that explained everything and showed everything um, from before. And they show her going. She says that she's going to retrieve Vision's body. 
and I believe her. Like she's like he's like you can't have the body, right? The the Hayward is like well, like you can't have it. You can you can see his dismembered body right there, um, but you can't you can't have it. And then she's so angry that she, but but she's telling him like I I don't want to bring him back to life. And he's like, I think you you want to try to bring him back. And she's like, that's not what I want to do. Like I want to try to, like I just I just want to bury him and. And I don't He's know. like, no, no, bring bring him back, bring him back, so I can use him. <laughs> yeah, maybe, maybe, yeah, that could that could that could have been it, actually. Yeah, that, that I've might seen be it. I've seen a lot of commentary about how that's hmm. exactly okay. what was happening. <laughs> okay, okay, because that's yeah. what he was trying to do the whole time was bring him back. Yeah, 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 yeah. No, that makes sense that he was manipulating her, but I feel like she was she was ready at that point to to go through that process. Mm-hmm. Of laying him to rest, right? And 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 again, like she had already at that point, she had already accepted that she couldn't bring him back to life, right? Like I don't think she was even trying. And then maybe when Hayward was manipulating her, she got, got close and she's like, "I can't, like I can't feel him there. Like I don't, I don't feel you." I think is what she said when she touches the body. And then, and then she, then she gets upset and then she can't like proceed with this with the with the just the grieving but going through the ritual of grief that she wanted to that was taken from her um ah although she's super powerful she could have just like murdered everybody there but again like at that point i think she was still she was good enough that like she was like i'm not going to do this and then like the sorrow of when she went to the house and started thinking of everything that could have been that couldn't be that's when she she like exploded and created this entire world, including creating a version of vision, which which I think um, I don't know. In in episode eight is where there's that quote where Vision tells her, "What is grief if not love persevering?" That's been like shared Most all over the place. Beautiful line um, when Nina and I watched the finale. Mm-hmm. And Wanda says, uh, I think it was, she says, you are my love. Yep, and, she says. And, and it, yep. she, Nina said, it is a missed opportunity that she didn't say, you are my love persevering. <laughs> I think it's implied. I think it's implied. That's a, that's I, what I'm getting but, at. But it would have been a good callback. I'm just saying. It doesn't have to be so on the nose, some, right? Some people need it on the it nose. It feels very on the nose to me. but Already, right? Already. Um, so so he says, uh, so Vision Vision says, you know, uh, what what am I? And she says, you, Vision, are the piece of the mind stone that lives in me. You are a body of wires and blood and bone that I created. You are my sadness and my hope, but mostly you are my love. And then he says, um, I have been a voice with no body, a body, but not human. And now a body. Oh, no. Uh, uh, body, but not human. Body, and now <laughs> a memory made real. Mm-hmm. Uh, who knows what I might be next? And, and, to me, that's where like the show makes a lot of sense. Mm-hmm. But it's like you have all of these feelings and they change over time, right? Like you're you're experiencing these things and they can. At one point, it's horrible, but then it's like it beca- they change and you change, right? It's like it's like how do you? It it's this whole process, and I think it's really interesting talking about him and even him reflecting on all of these different versions of himself and and you know who knows what he'll be in the future. 
uh, next time that that he comes up. And I think it's like, okay, so this love was this, like the love with, between her and um, the vision started during that moment of trauma, right? Like when she was already, when she was grieving the loss of her brother, she was watching Malcolm in the middle, mm-hmm. right? For comfort. And, and then she found comfort in vision, right? And then vision went from like helping her deal with that grief to being her love. And then he died and, you know, she felt all of these things and, and he became these different things for her. And and finally, at the end, like, she accepted like she's got she's kind of got to stop what she's doing because at this point she's hurting people. But there's like there's a lot of stuff. Um, I think there's so many different ways to to see <laughs> and to and to um, not just relate, but but like just yeah. There's there's a lot of different feelings and, and versions of things um, going on. So I think yeah, she did deal with a lot of trauma and. I mean, we were right last time when we were talking about like these TV shows were a comfort for her, right? And somehow mm-hmm. like she kept and, and we see that she when her parents died, she just watched TV for was it like three days or something, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. Right. And and she was just and that was it. So I was thinking about like if maybe that would have spoiled it for her because it was so connected to this horrible That's moment. That's what but I, I was thinking is like, how did this, like, I feel like it would have been her love for it that she shared with her parents would have been like extremely diminished by the fact like that that event was like really, really fucked up. And instead of being like, now when I hear, you know, the theme song come on, all I can, you know, imagine is like the smell of burning concrete and like the blood puddle of my mother seeping across the floor. No, just thinking about the nice stuff. I'm like, what? That was was a little much to me. But sometimes we take the experience the other way. No two people grieve in the same way. Yeah, obviously. There are things that, so after after my dad died, or after my dad died, after my mom died, my dad wouldn't sit on the couch where she died for the rest of the time we had the couch, which was probably two or three years, and I never noticed. I didn't, that's not the same experience, but like my mom was a smoker and that led to her dying. And I still, I don't have it, but I know that it's in the house and I can find it. My mom's cigarette case and I can count the number of cigarettes there. And for some reason that is comforting to me because she always had it. It was a part of her that was always there, even though ultimately that is what killed her. Did you ever view it differently did you ever did you ever like hate the case or whatever presented no i don't i for the longest time i and i wouldn't date anyone who smoked i don't want to be like want to be around people that smoke cigarettes it makes me sick but her case was her case right yeah 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 i think there's a weird thing about the whole magic uh, part of the of the show, um, but it seemed like she. What do they call it? A, a probability hex, or something yeah. like that, mm-hmm. right? Chaos. Which, right, which made it so that everything. I mean, technically, like 
the power didn't go out or like th- that thing kept having power, not just the TV, it kept running, the bomb didn't explode, right? Like she created, she was able to create this situation where within as horrible as it was, and she was a kid at the time, the only, like the only thing, again, and this was seemed to have been unconscious, but she created this moment where her and her brother were just watching TV until they were rescued. Mm-hmm. And and so even at that moment, right, she it, it was so I feel like for her, it was so it was so meaningful, right, that even the horrors of of, of losing your parents and, and I mean, just the explosion and everything happening right in that moment wasn't enough to or or she chose not that she chose, but she found comfort in that when there was nothing else to find comfort or safety in at all. If if the TV hadn't been there for her and her brother to watch, all they would have heard is the bomb mm-hmm. ticking and People, going and going yeah. for for two or three days. People dying and because like there was there was a, a war zone right where they were, like um, yeah. So it yeah. might have been a good distraction from. Yeah, yeah, but I but I thought the same thing. I was like, how can she still go to the like? Why would even in that moment? In that moment when she transformed everything and made everything, she went to, I mean, she recreated a Dick Van Dyke show, right? Which was the show. It's almost like she went to the first, like to the most comforting thing, mm-hmm. which was, which was, it seemed to be that. But then, but, you know, we see that over the years, she still found kind of comfort in, in television because, you know, we see her again watching, in, in this case, Malcolm in the Middle after her brother dies. Well, and we also see her watching what the Brady Bunch. Um, oh, was it was it something in between? That was when she was at the Hydra. Mm. Um, oh, right, right, right. At, when she was in the Hydra. cell. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. that was all she had to entertain herself. Right, right. Yeah, yeah. I forgot about that. Yeah, it's it's like again another moment where you're just like. It's not a fun place to be. It doesn't look very comfortable. She didn't seem very happy, but she still she was able to find something as um. In 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 many ways, an escape, but still comforting. There's there there's that. Eventually, right? Whenever we're talking about geek therapy, whenever we're talking about using media in some kind of helpful or therapeutic way, someone always comes up and is like, "Oh, but you know, how much is too much?" And you know, what about escapism? It's like escapism is not a is not bad like you need to take a break it's fine to find things that can take you away from these these things that are overwhelming mm-hmm. and too difficult like anything you can you can find yourself uh escaping what you're if, if you're really escaping for like if you escape forever right, and you don't come back that's that's where it starts to become a problem but having something that you can go to we talk about that all the time and and i don't know i i liked that they showed that right that that was it was something for so many people, you know, like she may be, she may be super powerful. She may be the Scarlet Witch and there's a chapter about her in the dark home and all this stuff, but still. She's a like, person that watches TV. So sitcoms make her I, I help mean, her. How, how they yeah. have sort of framed it is that like, that's kind of all she has is just watching TV and then being tortured. <laughs> It's like the two things that happened in her life consistently. Well, she well she had her parents, she had her brother, 
she had vision mm-hmm. and then but she lost those things right mm-hmm. but like those were things that she had those things were not consistent but they were uh, well delicious. she had she had her family and then her family was watching dick van dyke and then mm-hmm. bad thing mm-hmm. happens all right mm-hmm. i can follow that later in your life another bad thing happens and the thought process is i need some sort of stability and comfort and a safe space to just exist for a fucking moment and having that be like okay dick van dyke was like the last time i felt that way was right before the big bad first thing happened like i i follow that but then just being like literally anytime she's has like free time it seems like it's like ah the perfect opportunity to absorb some more sitcom information um i don't know i just feel like I feel like for me, I would I would want to get a- away from that stuff. I understand why for Wanda it works that way, and it, it does make sense within what they've showed in the show. But part of me is just like get get another hobby, baby. Like read a book. Like come on. <laughs> we're all we're all we are all filling in. Um gaps time gaps time gaps in in an imaginary uh, in a fictional character story that we don't Mm -hmm. um uh really not just small time gaps we're talking (laughs) decades yeah yeah i mean i I mean at some point she did join a terrorist organization and then she joined because she thought i mean at some point she was watching tv there too (laughs) yeah and then she became an avenger and she was and she was training to be a hero and and like she still has um and I'd, I'd say she still has pretty interesting hobbies. Uh, and 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 I don't know, but as like after my mom died, all I wanted to do was watch TV. It is the least active thing that you have to do. Yeah, to, that you can consume. Like you can passively sit there and absorb what is there or in not. front of you. You yeah. don't have or or not absorb it. Yeah, you don't have to. If you she reads a book. You have to actually have the thinking and your eyes moving across the page and absorbing the words and interpreting the words and and all of that. You TV is not active, so yeah, I, I could see why she would want to veg in her room at Avengers Campus and just like yeah, yeah, watch absolutely. Malcolm in the Middle because it's what's on TV. I think it's. Uh pretty appalling that the Avengers didn't have any sort of grief counseling set up. Like, are you for reals? I mean, all of them are pretty traumatized and haven't right? had any grief counseling. They all need some freaking counseling. Again, we're filling in gaps in a fictional story. I don't know. It's true. It's true. <laughs> I don't know. But, it, but it's a, true. A, when we're talking about, we see her, um, we see her the night that her parents die, right? And they've, for years they've been watching these shows and she's had a full life up until then she's what maybe 10ish yeah she nine looks years. like 9 or 10 to me yeah so that's years of good family times it seems like they enjoy watching the shows together and learning how to speak, speak english. without a, speak english without an accent and um I don't, I don't know. There's we are filling in these these gaps. Like that's a, almost a decade of her life and then we see probably another decade we don't know what's happened other than that she was part of a terrorist organization with her brother. 
If if I was uh, assuming I was the therapist at Avengers uh, headquarters, right? I wouldn't have told her not to to watch television. Um, I would have asked her what what helps you, mm-hmm. what has helped you cope in the past. Um, what is something that helps you either calm down or or something that brings you some kind of joy? Something that you know? Can you reframe? Like, can you revisit happy memories with your family to make you feel better versus not? I I would have prescribed TV. <laughs> would have, I would, you would have asked what about the TV makes it comforting? What yes. do you enjoy about it? I, I've yes. seen a lot of therapists throwing around in the Facebook group um, things like trying to build your own. What would your TV shows be if you were Wanda? Right. Yeah. Um, and I think that's a really cool activity. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I. So in... Every whenever I, I teach and, and write about geek therapy theory, I talk about like af- affinity, right? This first component, like the first thing that you want to identify. So, yeah, like I don't, I don't know. According to geek therapy theory, you would not necessarily choose uh, a TV. It's just like it's just the thing that you mm-hmm. that makes you feel better. It's like it's more like you identify that oh, that's a thing that that made me feel good and didn't hurt anybody and and i enjoyed and and was helpful to me well, then you would she go into even the says wall. like well she's she even says on her own that like by the end of the show everything is better <laughs> yep which is something we talked about last time right the, the idea mm-hmm. that these shows always like yeah there's no just very rarely i mean you know more recent occasionally you get a two-part one yeah or a very special episode and things like that Mm -hmm. right but usually usually things turn out okay and and she said that right like there's uh, she seems to find comfort in that and knowing that everything's gonna be all right in the end you know or or was it uh the the father in malcolm in the middle he falls and and fish is like oh is that man hurt and she's like no he's not gonna get hurt because it's a sitcom like this is that's not what happens here he's not gonna get hurt it's it I can see why she might want to <laughs> mm-hmm. create a world where people don't actually get hurt. You know, there's something I just thought about is that a lot of uh, sitcoms in general, older sitcoms that are referenced in WandaVision, um, a lot of those shows don't ever really get into death and loss and grief. Or if they do, it's very small. So I wonder if that is part of the relationship with Wanda is that she is escaping to a place where not only like in that space, she doesn't have to deal with death and loss, but it's like, it's just not even conceptually something that really shows up in these areas. So she doesn't even have to like secondhand experience. it. Like there wasn't like a, you know, one of the neighbors died and there was like a, you know, a funeral for them and, and the family had to go to nothing. Nobody, (laughs) So the so the dog died. Remember when the dog yes. died, and did she bring the dog back? I forgot. No, she didn't. Right? No, she was like, no, I can't bury the dog. Agnes was like, you can bring him back to life. Yeah, yeah. that was that was a, a a ploy, right? Yeah, yeah. By Agnes, and, and then also then that was the moment that she told her as a mom told her kids about like you know there are things that you can't change and it's like that that should have maybe been a breakthrough moment for her 
But, but they I think stretched it, it out a little bit longer. No, no, but I think it was because at that point she had already changed things twice. I think in the last mm-hmm. episode, Link, you said, oh, she went off, you know, somebody went off script and and so she, she cut it out. Mm-hmm. And when that happened with the dog and she, that's why I think it was like an aha moment for her because she was like. She didn't she can't. That. No, no, you can't undo. And she was like, oh, like, like there was a moment where she's like reflecting on it and, and she didn't do it and she could have. I, I, I would imagine, I, and I think it was even bigger because in other times she did it protecting herself from things that she didn't want to see. And this time she could have done it to protect her kids from she seeing did. something that they didn't want to see. And yeah, so I, th- I think that that was one of those moments where there was some realization of kind of what was what was happening. Yeah, there were there were a few a few spots where she was definitely picking up on... Things. What she was putting down. <laughs> I don't know. I'm just still sort of mad that it's like she she realized that she was like th- these were real people that she was just keeping. Yeah. It, mm-hmm. it, like like the ethics of it, that that is so fucked up. <laughs> that is so, so fucked up. So it was yeah. And they they did not really resolve that. There. Okay, in my so th- opinion. Th- this is resolving it way more, uh, way better than, uh, we haven't talked about this, but uh, Wonder Woman uh, mm-hmm. 1994 bugged me way more. Uh, yeah. Because yeah. it wasn't addressed at all. That you know, Yeah, yes, there was like... they didn't address it at all in Wonder Woman, <laughs> which was awful. But that was also one man versus a town of people, so, including so, children. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So so when I, when I rewatched the episodes, I was thinking about that. And so she, and at, and I don't know, at some point she, she says, I don't know how I did this, right? Like last time we started talking about disassociation, right? Dissociation. And, mm-hmm. and, and it was like, oh, like she, like, we don't know what's going on. And apparently like, she's not even sure what's going on. Right. And as time goes on, she's realizing what's happening, right? Like she's so, she escaped so hard into this world that she created. She doesn't know what's going on, but it isn't until the ninth episode that she that she learns that she is making all of the other people suffer because I think that up to that mm-hmm. point she thinks that she is she thinks that all of them are actually they're just living this dream life this idealized version mm-hmm. that she's also living she thinks that she, that she's like it doesn't register to her that yeah she's manipulating them and it like the brother at one episode is like you know like this is pretty twisted she's like I'm i don't not think hurting. that it, it didn't register to her i think that at at that time she didn't care it was more important mm. that she was getting what she mm. needed from the the place than it mattered that other people were getting harmed it's possible I, but I, st- I i still think that i, I th- think she was i think she was she didn't register it or it was there but not solidified cuz she was progressively figuring things out i think i think she i think i think i think it's i think you're right like that earlier it's like she became aware and she thought the, it was okay this, the, the time to that use she them. basically turned vision off so he would stop asking questions like that's the giveaway if the person that you love and is like, this is all so I can, like, I'm with my man. We're finally together and happy in our dream world. And then you have to, like, sh- 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 
to but, him is like, no, you know, you know. And you but I don't pretend. know if she actually knows because so, you see her early on. Well, I don't know how early on, but earlier, first half of the series, because it, it had come up by the time we talked last time, I think. Um, when she leaves the hex to confront Sword, mm-hmm. she's a completely different person. She is the Wanda that we see in the movies. She is very clear about, like, I am not giving this up. And she still had no idea when she went back in. I think she had compartmentalized things and she was fragmented um, so much that she didn't, when she was inside, she was fine. She was pulling the pieces back together and slowly figuring out, oh, yeah, maybe those people that I was controlling are not happy with being controlled. They, I just wanted to put them in a safe place. Why can't we all be in this utopia together? Right, right. I, I, I think, I think you're right, Link. In that she, she chose at one point. She's like, oh, I know that this isn't right, but I'm going to keep doing it anyway because it's more important to me to do this. What I think happened in episode nine is that she realized what that experience was for them because she mm-hmm. didn't. She, she, again. She had to get to a point where a lady literally was like, just let us die then if you're not going to let us go in order for her to be like, "Mm, maybe this isn't super cool to do to people. And so so, so she didn't see the effect that was. So this makes a lot of sense to me. Right. Um, Because, again, working working in mental health, you see people who are hurting people around them to to make themselves feel better, whether it's drugs, whether it's stealing, whether it's violence right um and and there's a justification and there's a version of the story that you tell yourself that allows you to keep going for the benefit of you and and then at some point that that moment comes when you're like oh what what right like it it, it, what it did happens I do? Yeah, yeah 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 it's a it's yeah it's it sucks and um which... and you see her lose her control in that moment like they're coming at her right and she's just like make it stop and she just reacted and basically force chokes all of them and then realizes no 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 i don't want to hurt them i've been hurting them and pulls back and i mean that's a struggle that she has at the end because um I, also I'm, I'm conflicted about all this stuff i don't think anything that she's doing is okay for, for no. the record, right? Like at the end, I was upset that she flew away and she and she didn't like turn herself in. That mm-hmm. that probably bothered me more than anything else because after she still realized it, she was like, you know what? But I'm still not going to stick around. <laughs> I'm still not going to pay Bye. for for yeah. I, I don't want any yeah. consequences. Actually, I'm not going to do that. Yeah. Um, so people asking if she's you know is, is she the villain of the of the show? I, a little, I, a lot, I think. But also, but but like the best villains, right? are the ones who have those stories that are relatable and you're like, oh, right. mm. so so mm-hmm. this was a pretty damn good villain story. She was, she was, she was not good. Also, she was not well, right? She was not like, mm-hmm. she, she was not well throughout the episode. And it's um, thinking, oh, it's like, the more I think about the show, the more sad it makes me. Yeah. It makes me really sad. And, Monica knows this, right? Monica's the only one that's always like, she she's hurting. <laughs> yeah, she's like she she's the problem. She is the solution, right? And it, it was like, ooh, 
not everybody's gonna fall in line with that. And and mm-hmm. like Hayward Hayward didn't, and she was the only one who was willing to to Yeah, I mean, because she was going through her own stuff, right? Like when 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 we have episode four, is it? Four, three? The the one where we see four. The one where we see her come um come back, I think right? That's four. That's four. Yeah. Yeah. It it's it like she understands in part like there's a version of what um of what uh, wanda has gone through that she understands she even says at the end like if i had the power that you have i would have brought back my my mom too mm-hmm. i would have done it um of course like the the tragedy is like all these other people that had to get caught up in it and all the other things that had to happen um those people those speaking of like where you need a therapist like that whole town is yeah. going to need mm-hmm. a lot of support for a very long time, mm-hmm. forever. That's going to be a town that hates superheroes. And if they ever introduce X-Men into this world, <laughs> which, oh my God, mm-hmm. let's, not even, let's not even go there. But no, if, they do, if they do ever have more superpowered people in this world, like that is a town where it's going to be all like, we hate mutants. The first mutants not allowed, right? Is like on the, on the, on the, the sign of the town. They're being racist. And it's like, ah, well, did you hear about the time they all got mind controlled for, uh, I don't know, a week or so. Anya said that her daughter was locked in a room and wasn't allowed to leave at all. It's like the the people were in stasis if they weren't like on scene. Yeah, mm-hmm. which we like saw when Vision was going. So when Vision on Halloween, <gasps> yeah. Like, yeah. like this was a horror show, right? Like this it is was. not. Yeah, like if you go back and look at the beginning, you know, I, I did. Like I went back and I revisited the first episode, and it doesn't feel fun anymore. It feels for me anyway. It feels like a lot it feels, darker. It feels creepy right like you always knew that something strange was going on the first time you're like ha this is novel and uh, funny and cute and then you're like (laughs) no i know i have some friends and i at the beginning we're like this is creepy as fuck first episode yeah there were moments with with, with the dinner with the dinner and the like him choking and like "Ha, ha, ha 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 the wife is like laughing while her husband is choking yeah, yeah, no, the, yep. there are moments. Again, it is a horror uh, show, without a doubt. But it, there were elements of it at the beginning. They were like whimsical, and the intros and the songs at the beginning, right, and all the references. It's like, ah, it's a, it's on. Like, no, no, this is. I mean, yeah, this was dark. This was so dark. This, this is like this is like watching a TV show and being like, wow, that's so cool. And then learning about the TV show and finding out that the the director was a piece of shit and mm-hmm, the mm-hmm. the dressing people were, you know, rapists and all sorts of like, oh no, I've discovered yeah. the darkness behind mm-hmm. this thing that seems so cute and shiny. It's like, oh, yeah. That uh, that fits further into the the TV meta aspect that they're going on, right? <laughs> yeah, which also reminds me of, I mean, again, a lot of coping mechanisms are like that, right? Where like you try to create this f- facade, you try to create this image of of everything being okay, and mm-hmm. this is why I have trouble trusting people, <laughs> like. And so I don't ask, I tend to not ask people how they're doing because I don't believe anybody. They tell me that they're okay or not. I don't, I don't take that at face value. So, uh, seeing, 
seeing the Dick Van Dyke show recreated, you know, in that first episode is no longer like, the, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's a lot creepier. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, I mean, I guess, I guess I'm sort of disappointed in how the show ended. Uh, like I said in the last episode, when we were just talking about episodes one through four, I feel like the show was at its best when it was really working with the themes of these TV shows, these sitcoms, and Wanda's grief and loss and trauma and processing all of these through these lenses. Those were the coolest parts. And then the parts where it tried to be like really, for lack of a better term, comic book referential felt like the weakest moments. Um, so so as uh, as I disagree with you hard, and yet, <laughs> and yet last week... Uh-huh. That's we said that for like a half hour. We we're talking about Superman and Lois, and we're like, we hope it doesn't get comic booky. It's perfect the way it is. We hope it doesn't change. <laughs> <laughs> well, because but the thing, the difference is, we've seen the comic booky Superman. Um, this we haven't seen before. Uh, I don't. I. I don't know. I mean, I think we have had so many Supermans. I so many. <laughs> I don't. I don't know how to. I don't think there's, first of all, there's no way to please everybody, but I don't know, like, what's the perfect <laughs> way to wrap up this story? Like, I don't know. I kind of. Well, it, we're it, not wrapping up the story. It's just leading into Doctor no, Strange. No, this is one story. This is one story and it's wrapped up and, and yeah. th- there are feelings about it. And it took me, it took a second viewing for me to appreciate the two visions fighting each other. And not see it just as comic booky. See, see, like so. So Link is uh, got cringe face on, right? And and so I'm. Mm-hmm. When I think about it in terms of 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 like oh like just give me like give me the emotional give me the good stuff, right? Why are we doing this? I had to go back and revisit it to get that part of it, and I think it was happening there too. Um, that whole conversation between the two versions of Vision were nerdy as hell, but also mm-hmm. but also very. Um, relevant to the theme of the show right when he's talking about like so but what what are we like if we change over time and we're constantly changing are we still the same person that we were before yeah and what part is me for real is it was it they talk about the rot right like the pieces Mm -hmm. of it that are that need to be replaced and is the real me the piece that is gone or is it the piece am i still the same person yeah. and it's a it's a philosophical yeah. uh, conversation but it it, mm-hmm. it entertains the idea of 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 change and and who you are i i like that they had that kind of conversation instead of just a flying battle like i'm appreciative of that it felt a little lame to be having that conversation with vision instead of with wanda but Wanda's not Vision's ready. Cool, Wanda's not but <laughs> Wanda's but, not ready. But, but Vision's, Vision's core is minutes later. <laughs> no, I think I think I, I think it I think it it worked for me. I think in mm-hmm. in I think it worked. I think it was uh, it was good, yeah. and it was another way. I liked that it was it was the same theme coming I up wish, over and over I again. wish instead of instead of giving Vision more time to have a character arc and then. <laughs> cease to exist sort of uh instead of doing that stuff they should have they should have given monica more more i felt like they really underutilized her in that last episode i'm i feel like they did her dirty so there was supposed to be more 
Okay, but supposed to be more is not, there is more. A lot of things were cut because they had to redo things with COVID protocols. Um, I still, I still think that Monica's going to get her time to shine. Like she's like yeah. they set her up at the end to be. Oh, she's going to be in... in Secret Invasion, right? That's like now mm-hmm. we know that's her show, right? Like, okay, Secret but... Invasion is her thing, and she's going to be in probably in Captain Marvel too, and, and Miss Marvel, and Miss Marvel, and who knows? She okay, She Hulk. So in order yeah. for this character to have like any depth, I have to invest in several more shows where maybe that is potentially they might give her. Don't forget, to, don't forget to rewatch the other twenty one movies. Just and watch and out. watch Captain Marvel because that's where you meet Monica Rambeau. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I I saw I saw Captain Marvel. This but is Link, this is why this last is, week this is Marvel. This, this is Marvel. You this, this is what you get when you bo- watch a Marvel show. This, like, this is why last week when when uh, Link when you said you couldn't you couldn't come. <laughs> Lara was I'm like, sure you were oh. very appreciative. Well, no, no, no. I, it was no, like no, no. it was like I was like. <laughs> I was like, we were going to talk about, oh, we were going to talk about comfort characters. And then I was like, Link's not here. Let's talk about Superman and Lois. Because Lois and I had been talking about it. <laughs> so we could go deep on, on superheroes uh, if Link isn't going to be here. This is why, this is why we did that last say. week. Yep. <laughs> yeah. 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 It's, it, uh, yeah. I, I don't I don't mind there being an extended universe and space for me to explore characters that are only you know gently mentioned and then like if you want more look for them in this series and this movies like that could be really cool I'm into that the exploratory nature of engaging with these stories and characters that's interesting but these things should be able to stand on their own if you're Just making a nine episodes of a TV show that but has its not own make- name. <laughs> You're playing they, by old rules. They're, they are not just, making it for you, Link. They're making it for us who are eating it up and digging into, oh, that's that callback from like okay, three movies ago or whatever, like, or 10 movies if ago. If you continue on this trajectory, you lose everybody. You have no, to you have don't. some sort of... No, it, don't. <sighs> I'm going to indoctrinate my children. <laughs> Disney, Disney. You yeah, say I mean, that, but are you really going to make your kid watch yes. all 27... What if they don't like them? I'll have them on while I'm watching. But <laughs> this this is what I'm talking about. It it is fine for there to be connective webs to other things, but I should get a story that stands on its own. And WandaVision did do that, but I feel like it fumbles <clears throat> a lot of the ending and part of that is the X-Men stuff and the Doctor Strange stuff and having all of these things be like, ooh, your expectations, knowledgeable viewer. And if you're not a super knowledgeable viewer, it undermines all of the work that they have done in this story. Right? Is they... I, I understand what you're saying. It's it's the thing with having Agatha be the secondary villain and Hayward being the primary villain, but then neither of them. Wanda's the villain, so it's it, I don't know. It just it, Black Panther had crawl, and then you realize, oh, it's not really crawl. Don't 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 use references to to don't, further deep. Well, don't the, don't the, use the, Black Panther <laughs> as a reference because. <laughs> Killmonger was right, so <laughs> like, <laughs> but that's the thing. Killmonger was right and relatable. Wanda might not be right, 
but she's relatable. Not, not everybody agrees with, uh, with, with, uh, Killmonger or, or, or T'Challa. I mean, it's, no, that's a, but that's the story itself, Black Panther the movie, sets Killmonger up as a bad guy, allows Killmonger to express himself and his goals, and then after he dies, T'Challa makes those goals come true. He realizes those actions, making <laughs> Killmonger right. So <laughs> I, I, I don't I don't I don't I'm not sure exactly it's what you're not, referring to. It's not. So, so it's not. I, yeah. yeah, I disagree. It, it just I, ends up not being supported within Wanda's story and character arc. Having a villain who just wants more power, and then having another villain who wants to build another super weapon, but also doesn't want to listen to his boss. I'm really confused with his the, whole the, thing, but the, I don't know any of the sword stuff, so the, who knows? The nerd and I don't really know any of the sword stuff. The nerd in me wants to argue, but instead I am going to um, bring up another example. Uh, I've been uh, on our anime podcast, Otaku Ryoho. Um, Jung asked me to watch a, a show, and it is... It is gotta be, it is so good. It is, it is just like, it is, it is like concentrated geek therapy. It is about, it's called um, Love Chinubio and Other Delusions. And it's a show about these kids who want to, um, you know, these like high school kids who some of them are like over playing make believe and some of them are not. And, like ultimately it's about like how we're we're all pretending and we're all like making you know pretending to be things that we aren't and there are like ways to view the world that are more um that make more sense or just more fun or imagination is great being creative is great there's there's so, there's so many things about the show that I love I cannot recommend this show to like 98% of people I was I, I mean I'm I'm going to make the GT library uh entry for it because i have to because it's that good but i could never recommend this like <laughs> like, like i i love the show so much and and i i love the show so much that i found out that there were like shorts and like a movie like two movies and no, they're not on streaming so i was like i just bought the blu-ray collection i'm like i need to go deep into the show i love it i want to i want to i want every piece of uh, media related to it i want to i want to check it out because i love the show so much but there's no way no way that i would that i would uh, recommend it and and i don't think i would have recommended i would never recommend um or most of the time i wouldn't recommend superhero stuff to to you for example uh, uh, Link, <laughs> because because i don't because if i wanted it to be something right if i wanted it to if i wanted you to it's 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 the packaging right mm -hmm. it's the packaging there's no it doesn't matter what i saw in it or like how i really or even if i think like oh maybe maybe you know like like this is a this is like a game that i don't always win but i play every day and i'm like if i recommend this to this person like <laughs> it's gonna hit them in a particular way and but the packaging matters. And and so you cannot, uh, yeah, there are things that I would never recommend to you. There are things I would never recommend to, to Lara. And mm -hmm. and so definitely I was, I mean, I was, I was, 
I was anticipating this version of our conversation from the moment they were like, how many of like, what do I have to watch? And I'm like, it's only four episodes. Don't worry about <laughs> it. And then I started episodes. joking about the 21 movies. <laughs> plus, plus the X-Men reference, um, which to me was like the, the biggest payoff of, mm-hmm. of the whole thing. It ultimately didn't even matter, but it was still- Ralph Boner. It, People it's still, were really mad about that. Yes, still, they were, I but mean, I, I, I love it. I wanted to like, just look up and see how people were responding to the last episode before we recorded this, Yeah, having already you know, made my own opinions yeah. about it. Who yeah. people were really mad about about Evan Peters? There's, mm-hmm. um, yeah. I'm, I'm rereading Jay McGonigal's um, uh, Reality is Broken right now. And I just read the part about that she talked about Fiero, and it's this like feeling of like it's the moment where like something really good happens in a game, and you're just like you throw your hands up and you cheer, and like it's just like ah like like that was like that was a moment for me when they showed Evan Peters. It was it was it was one of those things that will never like I can't recreate that moment, and it. But to get that, like, I cannot describe how satisfying it was to someone who didn't have that exact experience. And I understand that it required 20 years of attachment to all of this media in different ways, right? It required, like, actually being invested into the X-Men movies, which aren't as popular as the as the Avengers movies. Like, I'm... I'm I mean, still not, shocked. Not necessarily investment, but just have it. If you if you saw what Days of Future Past, was that the one with where Quicksilver shows up? And he's in three movies. He, though. He's, he's in three in, different. He's, X-Men yeah, but movies. he has seen, like the big scene where he rescues people from the the X Man Mansion. Yeah, and then any Lennox, it's, um, uh, it's a it's a great scene. Like yeah, yeah, that yeah. is a fantastic scene. It is. It is good. But like, I'm not obsessed with X Men or or the Marvel stuff, and I went like, "Hey, that's the fast guy from X Men. I remember him." I would. That was not my reaction. But I would pick out his. I would pick out his face before I would pick out the other Pietro, right? But my reaction was like, "Oh my god!" My face lit up, and I was screaming. And it's the same reaction, Josue, you sent me a TikTok (laughs) when um, Mandalorian was was going. The second season of Mandalorian was running. And Ahsoka's name came up, and it was just all the reaction video of people, people yeah. screaming, and so and just because her name shows up, she's in a, two cartoons. <laughs> like I, so uh, mm-hmm. I, I, I told my so my my niece loves Star Wars, and she, I think she used to love it more than she. I think she still loves it. Ahsoka's her favorite character. For like, I forgot which birthday it was. We got the five hundred first Legion to come by, and ah. she was dressed up as Ahsoka, and she, oh, so she cried. She was so scared when the stormtroopers showed up. She like ran oh. away, but she had done like Jedi training when she went to Disney. Like she's like Ahsoka. She loves the character of Ahsoka. So I told my like I had that moment already, right? Where I was like oh, Ahsoka. So I t- I told my sister. I was like. Look, you don't give a shit, but please record record uh, my niece when she watches that, when she sees that that scene, right? And, and yeah, I mean, it's like after the Evan Peters thing. So every Friday morning, I would get up and before work, I would watch the episode because spoilers. Mm-hmm. People, people are just like I'm. I'm. I've I've softened up on spoilers. I don't. I don't hate them as much as I used to. But damn, people are just vicious online. Like you can never online on a Friday. So 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 I, I watched it, and then and then after that episode, there was this this like moment of sadness that there was nobody else I could share this with. 
I kept texting Lara to watch it. She's like, oh, I can't watch it till like tonight. Maybe I was like, oh, I can't wait 18 hours for you to watch this. <laughs> I know. And then, but my, so my dad, when my dad finally watched it, he had no idea. So my dad watches more movies than I do. He's like just as, he's, he's not, his memory, he doesn't go as deep. He goes broader, <laughs> right? So when he, so when that happens, like I'm a, he had, he did not remember Aaron Johnson at all. He, in his mind, Evan Peters was in, the Avengers too. Like mm-hmm. it was like there was never an Aaron Johnson Quicksilver, right? And he was like he was so confused. So to him, the surprise was that there was another actor that played Quicksilver in Age of Ultron. He had no idea what was happening. Wow. So that didn't it it meant nothing. It it didn't mean the same thing to him as it did uh, to me. But anyway, like mm-hmm. those those little moments. I mean that and that's a whole other conversation, right? Like like I I think I think that the the grief and loss and and that perseverance comment and all that stuff i think i think there's there's so much to to look at and talk about if but you have to be willing to to play in this world to be able to 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 enjoy it without like you know rolling your eyes at it or or even i mean i know some people like don't tolerate it i'm not saying you like but like other people right like some people are like oh i can't i can't deal with that stuff i'm like Okay, I I get it. That's that's a uh, We'll use another metaphor. We'll uh, use another Yeah, exactly, exactly. I wouldn't I wouldn't use WandaVision. Um mm-hmm. but but for yeah, I mean, I think I can't think of another superhero movie like this that this is like the first time that they went and explored something like that and I think be, because they had nine episodes to do it, they were able to do it because up to up to now none of the no TV show has been able to bullshit bullshit the netflix mm-hmm. shows the netflix marvel shows mm-hmm. were pretty fucking good actually and they they took their time mm-hmm. on a lot of emotional stuff before they all jumped the shark eventually also but uh except daredevil i don't think i don't think daredevil ever jumped the shark but i think all the other shows did in my it's opinion interesting because daredevil, daredevil was the only one that got a third season right uh yes yeah yeah, yeah. but it was also the first one mm-hmm. yeah um, yeah but that one is my least favorite of all of them so far. Yeah. Um, I mean, I mean, there's like a pattern here. You want? Mm-hmm. It's also the least superhero e one, less power one. Like all the other ones have people. There's more Jessica, except for Punisher. But Je- Jessica Jones is like not Jessica. I know Jessica that Jones there's powers and stuff, but that's not what fly. I like about this show. That, but that's not what I like about the show. I, I like I the know. emotional piece and the that it's a detective show, and you yeah. know, you you bring up and because Jessica Jones, you bring up Jessica, Jessica Jones. Jones. I can't help but remember a huge point of that first season was that. Um, Kilgrave is that his name mm-hmm. bad guy Kilgrave uh is asserting control over people and taking away their agency and he is very much explicitly a bad guy Wanda does it to a whole town but well, she didn't kill nobody well, <laughs> let's you know there's a gray area here uh I yeah. just I didn't yeah. I just thought about that it's true it's uh mm-hmm. it's interesting true. interesting it, it is interesting Okay, I, I have just a couple more things that I wanted to touch on. But first, oh I wanted to okay. share with you right. a we therapist friend. This, you're going to be happy. A therapist friend messaged me and said, I actually just had a client bring up WandaVision in a session today. 
we ended up using it as a metaphor for emotions being powerful, unwieldy, and even potentially harmful when they're unconscious, but bringing them into the consciousness can allow that power to be harnessed and channeled. Mm-hmm. Beautiful. Beautiful. Isn't that great? Beautiful. That's mm, mm. top tier geek therapy shit right there. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. The other thing I wanted to say is I really... <laughs> Thoughts that when they revealed the scene of Wanda and Pietro being kids and what happened with their parents and then what happened with them until he died, um, I really thought with the two, her twins, her sons, I thought that then instead of those being like children, those were more representations of the childhood her and her brother never got. And Mm. so she's like, doing this sort of, um, I don't remember what they call it in therapy, but where you basically interact with a childhood version of yourself and you do like self-parenting stuff, um, Mm -hmm. which I thought would have been really cool if they had done that. But um, when I looked it up online later, apparently they're going to be... Wiccan and Speed. Young Avengers. So it's it's more comic book stuff instead of cool psychology stuff. But that's fine. I thought it was cool. But but even so, even if they are real and they are Wiccan and Speed, that doesn't mean that she isn't learning through her children and how she parents her children about herself. We do that as people all the time. Yes, but sometimes, sometimes not in healthy ways. Sometimes in healthy ways. True. (laughs) My my my. finger wag about it is um basically how she says goodbye to them before <laughs> desummoning their existence if if to me framing them more as metaphor for her processing childhood trauma um than just being like okay you've served your purpose goodbye makes more sense than like these are actually literally my children i don't care if you know everybody in this town is enslaved because of it i have to protect my children um i don't know it's, it's, i thought it was a cool idea but um it ends up it's it's young avengers i i it's kind of a cool idea, though, right? You guys agree I, uh, with no, me no, on yeah. that? I'm, gonna, I'm, gonna give you, I'm giving you 100%. Because it's I like think they, had, they had the same powers, right? It's a, it's, it's a missed opportunity. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. One had her powers and one had her brother's powers. Like, exactly. And so I was just like, oh, it, it is, it's her and her brother, but like, wink. This is, this is what, <laughs> this is, this is where sometimes these conversations, I, I need to remind myself that like, oh, right, no purpose wasn't to explore every possible uh um you know relationship to trauma or uh or therapeutic way of looking at it or or even you know deeper psychological thing it's ultimately like i mean it was funny re-listening to that last episode and, and you're saying like i hope they don't go all like comic book like or Mar- you know just get all marvel and stuff and i was like it's gonna happen it it's it's either going to be in the last episode or in the last two episodes, but it's going to happen. There's going to be a big battle. There's going to be explosions. And sure enough, right? Like everybody's flying mm-hmm. and going around. But I, I think I think the show went farther than I ex- – way farther than I expected it to with a lot of these things. And yeah. I, don't, I don't know. I, I think I think the kid t- – I don't I don't know. There's, there's room for the kids to still have that meaning because when she says goodbye to them, she didn't know that they – are somewhere out there still, uh, right? I mean, mm. we're assuming that based on comic books. But... I, I have... No, I'm assuming that on the show. I have never read any of okay, I any have, of these. Books. I have, <laughs> I have 
thoughts about this. So when she says goodbye to the kids, she says, thank you for choosing me as your mom. Which one horror version of this is that she pulled those kids out of another dimension, right? Like out of some other reality instead of actually creating them, which... um which is messed up and goes in line with the like, I'm going to do whatever I need to do to be happy. But yeah. I think it's also equally and per- perhaps even more messed up that she has the power to create life and she did it for the purpose of her own, of just like having mm-hmm. the things that she was unable to have. I mean, she literally did that with vision, right? Like she, it, yeah. the, the version of vision is based on her, on her memories. Um, it is not vision. So, so she created this person and like, it is sad at the end for me to see him die because he was self-aware enough. He was the only one that was self-aware through the entire thing and suffered. Like he suffered more than, than Wanda did because to him, things were off and he was trying to like, through him, we were able to start, um, unraveling the mystery. And Mm -hmm. he's the one that started finding the answers and seeing how horrible it was. And then he learned that his wife was causing this like he, he was mm-hmm. the, like I, I felt worse for him and at the end as beautiful as i thought the whole conversation was the whole transformation and everything and i even liked the thing with the two visions at the end i i felt so my heart like ached for him mm-hmm. but the thing with the kids was so messed up was so messed up like she not only created sentient beings right I'm, I'm assuming this i'm assuming that these weren't like projections of her imagination i'm assuming that she created sentience in these two in these two children manipulated their bodies right and in in like in some subconscious way made them age faster um i think that there's definitely something there about i think i i think that's why quicksilver or a version of quicksilver showed up so that we could see that it was a reflection of, of her and the kids, but they didn't explore that, right? To your point, they didn't explore anything, but there's definitely, they kind of presented it um, vaguely. They dangled, they dangled a little tasty niblet that I was like, ooh, I'm yeah. intrigued by that. Let me, I would like to taste it. And they were like, <laughs> no. <laughs> I don't, I just, don't. Just like they did with the rest of us with yep. Evan Peters. So, so, here's, so here's a third version of something being really messed up um, that I've been thinking about. So, the this is leading into Doctor Strange. Mm-hmm. It's called Doctor Strange and the Multiverse of Madness. So the kids apparently exist somewhere else. And I wonder mm-hmm. if they exist in some what if it's the multiverse of like it's the madness part. Like this thing where it's like her mental health like created this thing and things that like are born of trauma exist in this other plane that we're going to get to see in this movie. I I didn't think of that, but like, that sounds like more horror stuff for me. Yeah. I don't, I don't (laughs) think that young Avengers is going to be um, anything. Yeah. I don't, I don't think young Avengers is going to be like, I don't think it's going to be like a, Oh, cool. Like young, young, the just Avengers for kids. I don't think it's, I don't think it's going to be that um, necessarily. Uh, I think these two characters could potentially when they're older be like, Oh, like they saw some things like these kids, like these kids did not have a normal upbringing. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Their father was a robot that wasn't real. Um, Their mom just made them. Um, Like there's, yeah. I mean, I I think maybe we'll see them again, but it'll be, 
I wouldn't be surprised if they do give us some something a little deeper later. But yeah, I mean, we're all just speculating. There was a lot of speculation from us mm-hmm. in the last uh, in that last episode, and there was so much speculation uh, between uh, episodes and just like the, the <laughs> fan communities. It's part of the fun of it. Um, yes. I'm 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 glad we were able to spend an hour or two, if you count the last episode, kind of dissecting the stuff that was juicy in terms of um, of uh, grief, trauma, and loss, and and so uh, actually, I'm getting to the end, and we didn't touch on the actual end. I'm curious how you feel about her at at the end. We talked about her having like that realization, but like, how do you, why did she do, like, like, why did she finally let go? She let go of the kids. She let go of vision. She let them, she just, she just stopped. Right. Like she, we see her try to open things up and then, and let everybody go. But then the moment the kids and vision started deteriorating, she realized, oh, wait a minute. Like, I'm still trying to save that. She goes back and then finally she gets to the point where she lets go. I have I someone please help me uh, understand how Agatha helped her in any way get to there um, because of that last fight. I don't think it was, I don't know. I have, I have nothing. Uh, the only nothing. thing that I can, like I would need to rewatch. Yeah. It's been a couple weeks since I've watched it. Um, I just rewatched but, it. I got nothing. The, <laughs> but they're in the conversation between like, in their battle and everything. And then there's a conversation between Wanda and Agatha at some point, And it's, I think she realizes she sees the things she doesn't like about what she did in Agatha and says to like, she doesn't actually say it, but like says to herself, like, I don't, I don't want to be that. I don't, that is not me. I can't hurt people in that way. So I think that's that I need to stop living for this and i need to move on something about that okay i need to watch it again i i uh, i don't think they did a very good job with it hosway i think the the reason why it feels weird is because it it is weird um it's weird when i was watching it it felt natural i don't know (laughs) it it it, um her maybe maybe her choosing to imprison agatha completely and totally and being like this is absolutely a conscious decision i'm making instead of an accidental thing that's happening because of my powers um maybe that has something to do with it it could be it's like turning to deciding to turn off the accident um because now you've done something on purpose yeah when she did try to hurt her kids and stuff um but yeah it it seemed i mean I guess it's a, yeah, it's a, it's solidified. That's part of it, right? Is like the whole thing where Agatha has them on the the choker strings, and that's like this big moment. And then they fight each other, and they do the family power pose, which was mm-hmm. great. Uh, they did the the music sting at the right moment; it was very well done. And then, not even half an hour later, she's like, "All right, kids, fare thee well. Good luck." Uh, not existing, existing in another dimension. Who knows? Maybe we'll find out in the movie. And then I think there's also a moment with Vision where I, and this is me maybe throwing things out there that didn't actually happen, but I think there's a moment where Vision and Vision realizes, like, convinces her that it's time to let go. Yeah, yeah. He says, like, you know, things are going to be okay, but not for us, right? And she says, yeah, not yeah, for us. Yeah, but she, she tucks in the kids, and then they have that conversation. 
Yeah, yeah. So it's like she's already kind of gotten to the point where she's going to let them go. Yeah. She just yeah. does the kids first. <clears throat> so, Maybe, yeah, I don't know. So yeah. so so here's a here's a here's where I landed on all this stuff. Yes, it was the last episode and I think again, it's not a drama, it's a Marvel show. Like they had to like mm-hmm. we had we're gonna have the big battles, it was gonna happen again. I'm not unsatisfied uh, with 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 the finale, but this part at the end, I kept thinking about it for a long time because the way she acted at the end surprised me because she she didn't cry. She didn't. I cried, I cried a lot. <laughs> I I was again. I kept thinking about her. Like this was another loss. Right, this is another thing to grieve. The, the third time she's watched him die. <laughs> the third time, yeah. I, I, last episode, I said she watched him die. I forgot she killed him the first time, mm-hmm. and then mm-hmm. uh, <laughs> watched him get killed the second time. You missed that one in Infinity War, uh, Link. Um, I've seen the clips because the they clips. showed them in the show. <laughs> there you go. So, but at the end, she she let go because it felt. Like she had, she was, she was unable to rationalize things before. And finally she was able, and she was only going by emotion. And then at the end, she was able to use more, you know, she was able to rationalize a little more and, and not be consumed by her emotions. Mm -hmm. But at the end, it made me so, it was so sad that she had to let those things go, but it was, it was hard for me to see her walk away without that emotional piece mm-hmm. that was that was present for eight episodes and ninety percent of the last one, right? So it was like finally she was able to just, I mean, you know, what I'm getting at is that like she accepted a lot of things all mm-hmm. at one time, and she was, she seemed. Not at peace, but like calm. I mean, a, way. a lot of people have listed, and I've seen like pictures. They've shown the stages of grief through Ugh. the show. Yeah, and, <laughs> I mean, it, and I think one of the pitches for the show itself was they wanted to have episodes represent the different stages of grief. It. Um, I, I talked about that last time. I was like, "Is this is, is this what's happening?" It doesn't surprise me that it that it was there. I tried not to look for them because it. it I think I think it's good, but at the same time, uh, it's like a it's like a trope. Like, let's do something. I can't no, do something different. And nobody goes through those stages. In That's the that thing. Way. That's the thing, right? It's like it's, we know, and they don't go in in a particular order. Anyway, I, th- that's another conversation. But at the <laughs> end, she she seemed calm to me, right? She seemed mm-hmm. like like uh, there's a, there's a there's a, a line that she says to Agatha. And it's like, stop telling me who I am. Right. And so she yeah. defines that like, okay, so so who is she? And like she's not the person who she's not someone who would do these things, right? Like she's she's had the the epiphany. She sees that she's been horrible and she and so she she accepts all of that and then walks away. And I I think I think it was like the more I think about it, I think it was pretty powerful the way you know, the actual events. There's still something about the packaging. I think else. I think that framing yeah. is part of yeah. why I feel the, what I said earlier about it being more 
about sort of general trauma than specifically grief is Hmm. because of how that wrapped up with Hmm. Agatha and then with her becoming the Scarlet Witch and accepting herself and then her being like, don't tell me who I am. Having that and then like the undoing all of the magic and walking away feels more in line with a story of like figuring out and accepting who you are and your your power and that sort of thing rather than an acceptance of loss and acceptance related to grieving and bereavement. Um, and then she goes and lives alone in the mountains. Yeah. But so I, she can't hurt anyone else. <laughs> I, I mean, at the end, in that last scene, I see somebody once again consumed by grief. And, mm-hmm. uh, you know, uh, she's... If you've seen Doctor Strange, Doctor Strange is like desperate to learn all of these, um, you know, all this magic and all of these different things for super selfish purposes, right? Like his 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 reasoning is one hundred percent selfish. Like that's that's what the movie is about. Like at the end, he's like, oh. I am a dick, or I have always been a dick, <laughs> right? Um, that's that's the Wanda did not have that moment, which was very disappointing. She so again, she was she, like, "Oh, controlling people is bad." But maybe, maybe I don't know what the Scarlet Witch is, right? Like when she says, "Like uh, they're like, oh, you're the Scarlet Witch," and like, you're don't the tell me. Scarlet Witch. Yeah, yeah. This is, if this is a villain origin story, it lands a whole lot better to me. It, so it is. It's definitely a villain origin story. So there you okay, go. Okay, then. All right. But, but like, I don't... Yeah, so I mean, again, the they they literally play a ver, uh, like a clip of the Doctor Strange soundtrack. She's doing the same thing. She's studying at the same time that she's doing other things. Like, And she's like, it's, it's this... Like, that book is not a good book. Like, I don't think she's learning, right? Everything in that book is... Uh, is again, it's leading to this other movie, but... But I think, yeah, I mean, ultimately, I, I think you're onto something, Link. I think, because at the end, she, I don't think that she resolved, I'm not sure that she resolved the grief part because she was, I don't think that she accidentally found Billy and, and, um, Billy and Tommy? Tommy and Billy? Tommy, Tommy right? and uh, Billy. Power Rangers, uh, the blue and green <laughs> ranger. Uh, at the end that's the um, crossover nobody expected yep yep mm-hmm. it's coming though um so yeah like i i assume she's looking for them or trying to find uh, them in some way and and yeah after everything that just happened and what she did to agatha like I, yeah it doesn't seem like she's in my mind again we'll see when wanda returns in doctor strange 2 at the end of the year or at the beginning of next year, that, uh, we'll see what what exactly if she's trying to rescue her kids. But I, to me, it seems like it seems a very selfish, um, like it's just more selfish stuff, right? Like she created yeah. them in a selfish way, and she's trying to recover them in a, a selfishly. And yeah, I don't know. I think she is the villain. I mean, it would be interesting if she they've established that she's stronger than Doctor Strange. That's a good way to set up a villain for a movie is that you know that the villain is stronger. She's the strongest person in the Marvel universe. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. But I mean, like like they literally said, like you're stronger than the Sorcerer Supreme and if she's going to be in that movie, 
You mm-hmm. don't you don't introduce a villain that is weaker than your than your hero. Yeah. You you need to kick your hero's ass so they can overcome that villain. So yeah, nothing about Wanda, Wanda is a villain. Yeah, I, I, there's nothing. <laughs> there's, yep, that's it's an origin story. That's what it was. I liked the right. show a lot. I enjoyed it. I mm-hmm. I really liked it. I think it's something. I think it was. Uh, it was unique. They took a huge. I'm glad that they went the way that they did it. And you yes. know, as as much as we we're like, oh, I wish they would have done this or that. Like the fact that they went as as far as they did, and yeah. and the balls to have those first three episodes just tell you no, nothing, like nothing, nothing, right? It's just like, what is going on? <laughs> and assume that assume that people would keep watching. I told my mom, I was like, mom, do not just don't watch it. You're just gonna get mad because you want to know what's happened, what happens next, and you're not gonna know. Wait. Wait till they're all out, and then then you can. And then <laughs> yeah, you can watch. because they're only half watch hour episodes, so binge watch at least the first. Yeah, one. yeah, yeah. She was very but relieved yesterday. She was like, "Is it over?" I was like, "Yeah, yeah." Don't skip the credits. And don't skip the credits. Don't yeah. skip the credits. And she now knows we better. get to move on to Falcon and Winter Soldier. <sighs> yeah, I doubt that that one's going to be have as much. Um, it could though. There's a it lot could. of Winter Soldier is 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 probably as tragic or worse than. Actually, but he's already gone. He's already gone the redemption route. Like he's a he's a he's done horrible things and murdered a whole bunch of people, including like Iron Man's parents. But he's like on a redemption arc. But it's a buddy comedy. Just in case you were wondering. <laughs> Boy, well, yeah. fingers yeah. crossed for something interesting and new. Yeah. No, it w- it will be. Because um, definitely, we'll while you know there were things that I wanted more of from WandaVision. Overall, I thought it was a a good series. It had some good stuff that it dug into, maybe not as deep as I wanted, but it at least touched on some of that stuff. Um, Again, I think the the costuming and set stuff was fantastic. I loved that. The production quality. My my final thing that I want to say about WandaVision is that the commercials (laughs) in the episodes were the best part of that show. <laughs> they were so good. Yeah. I'm still thinking about them. Mm. Yeah. I need to I need to revisit them because if the, you uh, there's definitely a YouTube video that just oh, yeah. has the yeah. the commercials mm-hmm. cuz I rewatched them earlier, but they are so in tune with Wanda's story yeah. throughout mm-hmm. throughout the season. It is mm, it's so perfect. Like like part of me was like, obviously these wouldn't be here if they weren't meaningful in some way. But how getting to the end and getting to see how the story has shaken out, getting to see how those commercials fit in thematically, and um, in some cases like straight up providing the viewers with some like text and subtext to be like, this is what's going on with Wanda. Wink is oh, it was so good. Ah, yeah, I think I think. I think I'm going to end up revisiting the show, but for not because it was fun, but because like, ooh, it's like, let me see what I can find and, you know, mm-hmm. see, see, see things from, from that new lens. Ah, well, I, I just really want to see Loki and like, I, I'm excited mm-hmm. about all, all the stuff happening, but like, damn, Loki's going to be good. All right. So, uh, thank you for listening to this episode of GT radio for more geek therapy visit geektherapy.org check out our community spaces and in a month we're going to be having our first conference 
the Therapeutic and Applied Ooh. Geek and Gaming Summit. It's coming along great. It is. There's a lot of stuff. Uh, so if you want to be there live the weekend of April 9th through the 11th, please join us. And if you're listening to this later or you can't make it that weekend, we're selling a media pass to and that will um, give you access to all of the workshops and panels that we're going to have. And there are there's a ton of them. There's mm-hmm. I was hoping and there'd be a ton of them. You're but now still that there accepting are, proposals through the end of this month, right? We're still accepting proposals until March 31st. And uh, we've ex- we've received a lot of proposals, and um, I don't know if we can accept them all at this point. That uh, I mean, not that not that you know, not that it was guaranteed that you would get accepted, but um, now it's like it's just it's just a lot. It's just it's just um, yeah, which is which is a it's just a great problem to have. There's um, it's good, it's it's fantastic, and um, and yeah, if you go live, there will be a lot of opportunities for other things, including um networking events and game sessions and uh, discussion sessions. It's going to be, oh, it's going to be good. So mm-hmm. you can learn more about that at Tag Summit. That's T-A-G-G-S-U-M-M-I-T dot org. There'll be links in the show notes. Thank you so much. There. Thank you so much for listening. Remember to geek out and do good. And we'll be back next week. Mm, bye.